you're listening to the Quality Coach Podcast, I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton. If you're a personal trainer who is trying to grow as a fitness professional, but feel unprepared to do so, listen in each week as myself and associates in the fitness space share practical tools and advice to help you become a quality coach. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Braxton, and nowadays, more than ever, it is becoming increasingly difficult to stay original in a sea of sameness. Agreed? Agreed. Okay, so we're going to start by saying what we're not going to do. What we're not going to do is succumb to the influence of the trainers and coaches around us. I'm specifically thinking about the people we see are the trainers and coaches we see on Instagram who are getting all the likes and their popularity is growing. I'm talking about the people you are seeing on TikTok who are getting all these views and getting all this attention. And immediately we start to compare and think, dang, I don't have my stuff together or dang, what am I doing wrong or what do they have that I don't? Okay. This is the starting point that we're going to just launch from. We're not going to fall for that. So let me tell you a story. Pretty regularly, I talk with trainers who tell me about a situation that they're in similar to this one. I looked around and I saw the trainers that I work with not following a structure for programming. So therefore, I caved to the notion of keeping things fun and interesting for clients by keeping those workouts fresh and fun so that they don't get bored. Have you personally ever walked that path? Have you experienced feeling this way? Okay, first and foremost, I have opinions about this, primarily this one. Please go and put down the burden of being an entertainer. Because you're not an entertainer. You are a personal trainer. You are a coach. Consistent fitness isn't sexy, y'all. If your clients decide that they want to be entertained, if you are working with people who feels like that's important, you can tell them to go take a group class. Group fitness is meant to entertain. I'm not disrespecting group instructors, but it is what it is. Personal training is a level above group fitness. It's more involved. It's more fleshed out. It is more personal, hence why it's more expensive, hence why you have to go through so much more educational understanding to do your job well, okay? But let's talk about why a trainer might feel the need to go the route of making things fun and fresh and keeping things entertaining. What does that have to say about what you're feeling? I can think of three primary things. Maybe you're not confident in yourself yet. So you feel like you need to copy what you see because these other individuals have something that maybe you haven't achieved yet, like years of training, or they're just, they have a larger book or client base than you do. Just because someone has more years of training than you and they have more clients than you do does not mean they're doing a good job. Maybe they're good at talking. Maybe they're good at marketing. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are good at the craft. So don't always judge a cover by its book. 
Another thing that you could be feeling is that you don't know enough yet. I know personally, I can, I still feel this way even after 10 plus years. Sometimes I feel this way at least because the world of health and fitness and wellness is so immense. There's always another avenue you can go down to be better and to enhance your own understanding and to improve your education. So maybe you just don't feel like you know enough. Therefore, you feel like you need to repeat or do what you see someone else doing. And another way that maybe you're feeling is in is that in some way you don't feel you're qualified to lead yet. Friend, dare to lead, okay? (laughs) Dare to lead. You are qualified to lead if you have gotten to the point where you have the job of personal training. Yes, you can always improve, especially if you're early in your career, but you are qualified. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in this position. So you need to start internalizing that story so that you can move forward and you can stop putting these barriers on yourself that you are not there yet, air quote, there yet. All right. So with this whole idea of um, being original and not playing the game of monkey see, monkey do, or being a copycat. I want to make some points. If you are in a situation where you feel like you have to entertain your clients, I want you to ask yourself some questions. The first of which, what would a quality coach do? In this situation, what would a quality coach do? Would a quality coach be pressured into changing how they work or follow the status quo because that is what people are doing? I think that's doubtful. I think a quality coach would focus on two things. First, they would focus on proven principles that help move people towards a goal. And second, they would fulfill the client's needs in a sustainable way. Those two are like your right hook and your jab. Stick to prove to the proven principles that the science of movement has taught us. If you don't know those things, contact me. I can teach you. The second thing I want you to think about, what matters more, entertaining clients now or them lacking results later? I'm not saying your programming has to be completely boring, like a complete snooze fest, but there is a difference between entertainment and enjoyment. Okay. And it's your job to figure out how you can bring enjoyment to the person in front of you without feeling like you are someone's hired entertainment for the hour or in whatever format you coach your clients, okay? And this all leads me to my last point, reputation. What does this say about your reputation, specifically how you're choosing to train clients? Do you want a potential client who's watching you in the gym Do you want them to think something other than you being a well-trained or knowledgeable professional? Do you want to train clients who are just looking for a good time? Or do you want to train ones who are going to take seriously the work you put into helping them? Because we all know that training a client does not start when we meet them on the gym floor or when we 
send them their program. It's well, well, well before that. What sort of reputation does all of this give you? And I'll venture to say one thing. Being different doesn't mean you're wrong. Being different from what everyone else is doing shows confidence in yourself to do what you know is logical and uses good judgment over what's trending. Because we know how trends and fads work. They fizzle out. People don't find stock in them after a while. You want to be a trainer who has staying power and who has longevity. And that comes through staying true to what you know is right and doing your best to continue to improve upon what that is. There is a lot of science in being a trainer, obviously, but there is a bit of art to it as well. And the art happens when you don't get sucked into the mental game of, am I doing this right? Am I good enough? Let me just copy what I see. Because copying what you see is not going to always give you the results that that other person is achieving or is getting. That could be a good thing. That can also be a really bad thing. You have to set for yourself your own sights and your own goals out in the future and then find the way to get to those things that are true to you and that are original. Okay, y'all, that's all I got for you today. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. My DMs are always open over on IG. You can reach me at at jasminebraxton.co. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to show that love by giving a five-star rating and leaving me a review. Bye, y'all.